happy Mom's Day, right? Happy Mother's Day. Come on, give a round of applause to the moms in the house. For those of you guys that don't know me, uh, I've had the privilege of speaking here at Embrace Church a few times, uh, and my name is Jared Wilson. I'm a pastor and an author from Nashville, Tennessee, but more importantly, as I say every time, I'm uh, the husband to my beautiful wife, Julie, and the father of two wonderful little boys, and for the first time ever, my wife is actually here with me here at Embrace, hanging out with me today, so I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm excited to talk about Mother's Day because I love my mom. I love moms in general. I love my wife, who's a mom. And uh, one of the fondest memories I have of my own mom is when I was little, we used to play this really fun game called Yell at Me from Downstairs and Then Get Mad When I Can't Understand You. Um, And for some reason, she won every time. Um, And so you may play that game with your kids, too. And I think it's just part of being a mom or dad. Uh, But I love my mom. And when I was younger, we've just had so much fun together. And I always remember my house being the cool house to go hang out at. Not because my parents were absent and let us do whatever we want. But because my parents were involved. And there was always pizza or burritos or tacos waiting for all my friends. So they were basically just mooching off me. But my parents, especially my mom, were just always so involved and so loving and so caring, um, especially when my dad may be out of town for work. And so um, today is a message to honor you moms. Today is a message where we're going to uncover and unpack. Let 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 me make sure I tell you, this is not a message where Jared tells moms how to be moms, because that's not my place at all. Uh, Some of you right now just went, thank the Lord, because that's not what's going to happen today. Uh, Today's a little bit differently. I want to unpack in scripture. I want to encourage moms. I want to honor moms. I want to thank moms. And I want us to unpack the reality in the Bible about probably the most famous mother in the history of mankind, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Amen? And I think a lot of times that... Maybe Mary doesn't necessarily get the credit she deserves. Mind you, I understand that Mary isn't a saint. Mary wasn't perfect. Mary isn't a god. In the Christian faith, we don't pray to Mary. She, she was just the mother of Jesus. But in that sentence, I go, wait, do you listen to what you just said? She was just the mother of Jesus. And while Mary was imperfect, and we're going to see that in just a second, God chose her to be the perfect mother for Jesus. And just like you and I are imperfect parents and you're imperfect moms and we're imperfect dads, God chose you to be the perfect parents for your kids. Amen? Mary, I believe, holds all the attributes um, that if a mother is ever looking to say, what does it look like to be a mother chasing after God's own heart, a mother, a God-fearing mother, a mother of faith. Mary is the person that I would point people to. And there's going to be some reasons that might throw you off a little bit, but I promise you they're all going to make sense. And a lot of it has to do with because Mary wasn't perfect. And I think that gives a lot of relief to the rest of us because even the mother of Jesus was not perfect. Even the mother of Jesus made mistakes and had flaws But God chose her to be the perfect parent for Jesus despite her imperfections. Today, I want to honor moms, all moms, stepmoms, 
foster moms, adoptive moms, biological moms, new moms, seasoned moms, those considered spiritual moms, and those who are yearning to be moms. And straight from the mouth of a man, a husband, and a father, I will be the first to admit that mothers in today's world are often overlooked, undervalued, and not given the credit they deserve for the immeasurable amount of work that they put into their families, their marriages, their churches, their workplaces, and their communities. Amen? Gentlemen especially, can I get an amen for that? One more time. Gentlemen especially, can I get an amen for that? I'm scoring you some points right now. So, women, mothers, what I need you to understand is that the value that you give this world is so incredible, and I will be the first to admit that it is often overlooked and undervalued, but today is a day that's all about you. Because God's not looking for you to be a perfect mom, he's just looking for you to be present, and if you're taking notes or however you write things down when you, when you come to church, write this point down. It's my only point for today, and is that God is looking for you to be present, not perfect. God is looking for you to be present and not perfect. Why? Because the perfect mother, the perfect father, the perfect parent does not exist. Instead, we are a bunch of imperfect people walking in the grace of Jesus. And even Mary herself made mistakes. And Mary was the mother of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, the Son of the living God. And even she made mistakes. And I believe out of God's beautiful design, he used a woman, an imperfect woman like Mary, to encourage moms to let them know it's okay to not be okay sometimes. It's okay to not do things perfectly. It's okay to have flaws. It's okay to have failures to moms and to dads, but we're just talking to moms today. Mary is such a beautiful example when it comes to what it means to be a God-fearing mother. And in Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38, it says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. And Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Notice this, verse 29 says, Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Mothers, how many of you have ever been confused and disturbed by something your kids did? If you don't raise your hand, you are a liar and this is church. How? Come on. Let me add, let me add the, the, the fathers into this too. Mothers and fathers, how many of you guys have ever been confused and disturbed by something your kids did? Raise your hand. Amen, amen. The Lord is good. What we have to understand is that Mary, right off the bat, and I believe God does this specifically and purposely, right off the bat, God shows a flaw, an imperfection in Mary. She was immediately confused and disturbed. God shows that she's human the second that we begin reading this passage. And I believe it's so that moms can look at Mary, and even though you moms are not the mother of Jesus, you can go, I can relate to her. 
And I believe God in, in his magnificent beauty did that on purpose. That she was confused and disturbed that an angel showed up to her and says, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. She's going, what? Confused and disturbed. So even Mary, the mother of Jesus, had times in her life when she was confused. She was disturbed. Maybe there's some fear, a little bit of doubt. What is going on? And I, can, I know without a shadow of a doubt that every single mom and dad, but moms today, have felt that at one point in time in their life, especially while being a mom. We have to understand that there's no such thing as a fearless parent. There's no such thing as a perfect parent. There's no such thing as, as, as the, the iconic, everyone needs to look up to this person because they're just flawless parent. That it doesn't exist. And God uses Mary right off the bat to say that even Mary has flaws and is human just like the rest of us. But God still chose her to be the mother of the Son of God. God chose you despite your imperfections and your flaws and your failures to be the perfect parent for your kid. Amen? God chose you as a mom despite your imperfections and your flaws and your failures to be the perfect parent for your kids. Same goes to dads. For those of you that have uh, have adopted, God chose you in his crazy divine nature although not through DNA, but through adopting to be the perfect parent for your kids despite their imperfections, amen? I mean, we could keep going on. Mary is no more special than anybody else in this room. We in the Christian faith, we don't, we don't pray to Mary. We don't look towards Mary as a saint or a god or anyone who is, who is at a higher status than any other woman in the world. She was just a regular woman that God chose to be the mother of Jesus. I'm going to unpack this in just a second and explain some of the characteristics that she did have that I know God was looking at. But she was, she was just a woman that was part of the lineage of David. And he goes, this is going to be, despite her imperfections, the perfect mother for Jesus. Verse 30 says, don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. So Mary, who is a virgin and is just engaged, not even married, is now said that she's going to give birth to the Messiah, the son of God. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over, the, over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. A lot of you, especially the men, might have asked yourselves, when you guys found out you were pregnant, but how did this happen? Just like Mary, you know how it happens. All she wanted was a back rub. I shouldn't have said that. I'm regretting already saying that. How did this happen, Mary says. But how can this happen? I'm only a virgin. And then the angel continues to say, listen, like the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and put the baby in your room. And you will be the mother of Jesus, the son of God, despite your imperfections. She's already questioning what's taking place. Like, how can this happen? 
So she's already maybe doubting, has a lot of questions, is confused. How many of you guys in your life as a mother and father, but for moms today, have been questioning things, confused as a, as a mother, don't really know what to do? Like, how, how do I handle this? Raise your hand. Come on. You're lying again. Raise your hand. It's because we're human and we're imperfect. And so was Mary, and that's what's so beautiful about this. Most of the time when we read these passages, you've probably heard this when we, we talk about a, a Christmas series, right? You talk about Mary getting pregnant and giving birth to Jesus. I've never heard this talked about in, in, in a, a Mom's Day message or a Mother's Day message, and I believe there's so much here that we can unpack when it comes to what it looks like to be a mother chasing after God's own heart, and the reality that God used Mary to encourage moms to say, listen, you're never going to have this whole mom thing figured out. On a side note, you're never going to have this whole dad thing figured out because even the mother of Jesus had flaws and imperfections and failures in her life because she was human just like you. But I chose her despite her imperfections to be the perfect parent and mother for Jesus just like each one of you were chosen to be the perfect parent and mother for your kids. Amen? It's okay to have doubts. It's okay to be confused. Frustrated sometimes. We see that even Mary had those things pop up in her life. And she was given an incredible task. But God knew that she was the perfect person to be the mother of Jesus. It's interesting because other than the fact that God chose women to be the ones who give birth to children... I also believe that God chose women to give birth to children because women, I'm sorry, men, I just have to be honest, have this uncanny strength and tenacity and courage that a lot of men, possibly all men, just don't have. Let me explain this to you. I get a cold, dude, I'm out for two weeks. My wife gets the flu. A woman gets the flu, a mom gets the flu, the next day she's running a marathon, she's starting a business. I mean, moms just have this uncanny strength about them that is unmatched to anything else in the world. It's just the facts. A couple weeks ago, I literally stubbed my toe and I was like, babe, call the ER, I'm going down. But when my wife was six months pregnant, I was at work, she tried to move a 250 to 350 pound all oak table into our dining room, dropped it on her foot, went to the hospital, and the next day was Christmas shopping at the mall with a cast on. I can't make this up. That's, that's my life. <laughs> my wife is just so much stronger than I am, and moms just had this, this courage and this strength about them that is unmatched. And I believe Mary is a perfect example of that. We see this because in verse 35, the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and she will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age as well. People used to say she was barren, but she has uh, conceived a son and is now in her sixth month of pregnancy. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. Look at, look at this part with me just real quick. 
Mary responded. This was her response after everything she had just been told. She digested everything. She thought about it for a moment. She's going to be the mother of the Messiah. She's going to have to explain to people of how she got pregnant because she can't say she got pregnant with Joseph because they were just engaged. So that could look really messy. She can't say she got uh, pregnant from another guy because that's going to be even more messy. There's a lot of hurdles ahead of her and she knows this, but she responds with this. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. May every single thing that you've just said, as crazy as it is, may it all come true. And the angel left her. Here are some characteristics of Mary that we see in this passage that I believe that all God-fearing mothers and fathers, but mothers especially today, hold true to. Mary was faithful, she was brave, she was willing, she was selfless, she was loving, she was joyful, and she was humble. But if that doesn't encourage you, let me give you some of the flaws that Mary had that despite her imperfection, God still chose her to be the perfect mother for Jesus. Mary had fear in her life. She was confused. She had worry, maybe a little bit of doubt. Yet this is what I would consider the, the, the model of what it looks like to be a mother chasing after God's own heart. Mary had fear in her life, confusion, worry in her life. She's just like you and I. She's human. And please don't forget the time in the Bible where Mary lost Jesus for three days while he was chilling at the temple. You think your hashtag parenting fail is bad? She left Jesus for three days at the temple while he was chilling. You think leaving your kid at Walmart's bad, which it is, but three days, three days away in a temple, I mean, come on. Like, Mary is, she's just as flawed as the rest of us are. And this is an encouragement to you moms. The one thing I did not want to do getting up here as a man and a husband on Mother's Day is think that I'm going to create a message to tell moms how to be moms. And if anyone else is doing that around the world, in my opinion, it's not right. I am not here to tell you how to be a mom. Because I've never been a mom. I've never given birth to a child. I don't ever want to give birth to a child. God bless you for those who have. I am here to simply encourage you moms to say in a world that is constantly telling you how to be a mom and how to look like this perfection of a mom, God says, listen, I don't need you to be perfect. I just need you to be present. Amen. Because we live in a world, and this is for you moms and for you women especially, a world where Pinterest and Twitter and Instagram and blogs, for some reason, want to tell you how to be the perfect mom. And if you're not buying cloth diapers and not using this formula and buying this stroller, and, and if you're not homeschooling your kids or if you're not sending them to public school or a private school, then you're not doing things right. And there's like this persona of motherhood perfection that the world casts upon people, and it's not real. And I want to encourage you and let you know that I see it too, and I call the bluff. Because there is no such thing as a perfect mom. God does not care if you use disposable diapers or cloth diapers. God does not care what type of formula you use. God doesn't care what stroller you use. God doesn't care if you send your kids to private school, a public school, a Christian school, if, if they're homeschooled. God does not care. And you know who else isn't going to care when they're older? Your kids. 
Your kid is not going to graduate high school. Be the valid Victorian. I'm praying that over all of you. That's, you're welcome. Be the valid Victorian. And during his speech say, I wouldn't have got here today if it wasn't for that formula. <laughs> that chalky, disgusting, all natural formula. You know, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my mom giving me those cloth diapers. Those fleece, beautifully padded, on my bottom diapers. You know, if it wasn't for that $850 stroller that had a 40cc motor in it that could also double as a car and make my coffee at the same time, I don't know where I'd be today. Your kids are not going to care about any of those things. You know what they're going to care about? Whether or not you are present in their life. Because I have a lot of friends that grew up with nothing, but their moms were present and they're incredible kids and now incredible adults and incredible people in this world. Mary was not perfect, but she was present. Aside that three days where she left Jesus at the temple. But she was present. And I look at what God did when writing the scriptures divinely through those who wrote the Bible. And God strategically, I believe, and beautifully let moms know that it's okay to not be a perfect mom because even the mother of Jesus had imperfections. Amen? Your kids are going to grow up and remember one thing. It's whether or not you were present. And if you had a mother in your life that was not present, I want to say this to you. You are not your mom. You are not your family. And the trajectory of motherhood that's in your family can be different because of you. So please know that. God is looking for you to be present, not perfect. You don't need to live up to anyone else's approval. God has called you to be the mother that you're supposed to be. And we're called to look towards him for the guidance and not the world. A real quick story and I'll be done. They're going to re me for going over a little bit, but I'm sorry. Recently, my wife and I went to a, a grocery store to buy some supplies before we began a, a couple weeks worth of travel that we're currently on right now. And we gave our son, Finch, the two-year-old, who this kid has got an arm. I'm telling you, he's only two, but he throws like he's 12. I'm not joking. We gave him this cup of peanut butter bites and we said, here, buddy, you know, chew on these while we go shopping. It'll keep them busy. So we do our shopping and everything's incredible. And as we're getting out to the checkout, all of a sudden I, I see Finch just load up for a fastball. And he chucks this cup of peanut butter bites, literally the hardest I've ever seen him throw. And the person on the other side was a 12-year-old boy who got hit and dropped instantly and started crying. There were two things going through my head. Number one, oh my gosh, I feel terrible. Is he okay? My wife and I are looking at each other, you know, does he hurt? The second thing was, dang, dude, that kid's got an arm. I hid that emotion inside so that she couldn't see, the mom couldn't see. But I go over to the kid and we're like, buddy, are you okay? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And this mom had every right to just ream us for what just happened. And it would have been justified. You need to put a leash on your kid. What are you doing? How, how does he throw so hard? Are you giving him steroids? You know, I don't know. She could have reamed us. She had every right to. Really, she did. We just knocked out her 12-year-old. And so she tells her kid to get up. She's like, 
get up, you're 12, you know, get up. He's two, you know. Finch is wearing like a Paw Patrol t-shirt. Like, he doesn't look tough. And then the mom looks at us, and this is what she says. She says, don't worry, girl, we've all been there. See, this is what's cool. This mother had every opportunity to say, you guys, get a leash on your kid. What are you doing? Learn to parent. But you know what she said? She said what I wish all moms and dads would say, but for today, moms would say is, hey, I've been there too. We're all, we're all imperfect. We all don't have this whole mother thing figured out. So I just want to encourage you today that if you're a mom and you're just feeling like, man, this is so hard. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I don't have this whole mom thing figured out. None of us have this parenting thing figured out. And either, even the mother of Jesus was imperfect and had flaws and had failures, yet she was still the mother of Jesus. Amen? Let's go ahead and pray. God, we love you so much and we thank you for mothers here today. We want to honor all moms I want to honor those who are praying to be mothers one day, and I selfishly ask that you give them the desires of their heart. I pray for the mothers here today who have lost children, but I pray you give them comfort knowing that now their sweet babies are in the arms of God. I pray for those who have kids here today and are just wondering, am I doing this thing right? I make a lot of mistakes. I let them know that even Mary, the mother of Jesus, was human was imperfect, had flaws, had failures in her life because God is not looking for perfect moms. God is looking for present moms. God, we love you and we thank you. And everybody said together, amen.